everyone. This is Tony Dow with OCPHA Podcast, and he, we are here with another episode of the Student Spotlight Series. And uh, today, we'll be speaking with one of the students, uh, Stephen Wynn, on uh, his experience as a student in the pharmacy field. So, uh, you know, just uh, to start off, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, Stephen? Hi, Tony. Um, thanks for having me on here. So, yeah, so my name is Stephen Wynn. I'm currently a fourth-year student from Marshall B. Ketchum University in Fullerton, California. Just really enjoy pharmacy and really having enjoy learning and kind of experiencing new things in general. And currently my interest in for pharmacy is actually emergency medicine and kind of been traveling around the area for my appy rotations. And I, I actually just recently got back from an international rotation from Okinawa, Japan. Awesome. Actually, that's really cool that you went to Japan. I was uh, kind of curious, like when I went to Japan and I was like looking into like, oh, what would life be like there as a pharmacist? I noticed that they had like a lot of different um, roles that a pharmacist can do depending on their education. Like what what was your experience when you, you did your rotation there? Yeah, so I actually was working on the U.S. military base, so technically U.S. soil. And that experience was pretty similar to what uh, – what we would experience as working as pharmacists in the States. But I did have some interaction with the Japanese pharmacists, and it's a little interesting because their level of education, as you mentioned, it is different. Some of them are considered pharmacologists, per se, as that's the best way I can describe it, and the other is actually a true pharmacist. And um, probably um, anyone that traveled to Japan, they've probably seen like some of the like pharmacies in like, the local drugstores you go in, and they kind of have like, you know, over-the-counter medications and some health products, those are more like the pharmacologists. And those aren't considered doctorates. They're just, I guess you would say, an extended bachelor's program. And in terms of dispensing medications for the true pharmacists, those are a fewer and far in between. And those would be your typical outpatient-style pharmacies. Oh, that's really interesting. And, uh, you know, just going back a little bit about why you even pursued pharmacy, like before you got into pharmacy school, I guess, like, what were you doing? Did you know that you wanted to do pharmacy? And uh, what kind of pushed you into that route? So I was just like any undergrad student, wasn't too sure what I wanted to do after I graduated. So I found a job opening at my local uh, Target Pharmacy, and I applied as a pharmacy clerk. I got the job and started working in there and got my technician's license, started enjoying it more. And I yeah, was actually working as a pharmacy technician for about eight years before like before I got into pharmacy school. And that those experiences of working hand in hand with multiple pharmacists and seeing how pharmacists um, work and actually treat their patients and help their patients in a more, I guess you can say, casual setting where they can answer questions without having the patient and make an appointment, that's something that really drew me into the pharmacy field, that accessible healthcare per se. Okay, cool, cool. So then, you know, like, I think a lot of us, uh, when we were before in pharmacy school, like, that's kind of like what we think that pharmacy is. So now that you have gone through a pharmacy program, or you're still going through right now, what kind of things did you learn about pharmacy that I guess was surprising to you or um, stood out to you? So the biggest thing that I would say would be learning that I learned about pharmacy is there's definitely a lot of like the whole scope of practice and billing issues where we get trained to do some things like to interview patients, but then we're still kind of in that weird limbo spot of can we bill for it or what can we do? Are we, are we even allowed to do this? 
by law. So that's the biggest thing that I learned on the scope of practice of future pharmacists. And for me, that was a little understanding, but also a little perplexing in a sense, since we're trained to do some things and we're kind of half step forward. We can do it, but you can't really. So it's kind of an interesting position that I learned that, that pharmacists are in right now. Yeah, definitely. That is kind of like something that's been ongoing for many years now. There's been small movements forwards, um, but it's still, like you said, it's still an issue. And, you know, the, the field of pharmacy is also vast in many different um, practices. So I guess for you, like, have you found like a niche that you wanted to potentially um, contribute to? Uh, for me, uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, it would probably be emergency medicine and critical care. That's one of the fields of improvement that I have been seeing, how they're integrating uh, hospitals, especially emergency rooms. They're starting to integrate pharmacists more in as part of the team. So uh, some of the larger hospitals, like some of the trauma centers, they are starting to integrate pharmacists as part of the trauma team or crash team. So it's something where I feel that pharmacists can make a difference in like a small amount of effort in patient care. And I do feel that in terms of, of acute medicine, pharmacists can will probably be seeing a larger role in the future. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, your, um, your experience as a student, like one of the things that I guess, um, I, I usually, I'm kind of guilty of this. I wasn't heavily involved as a student, but I feel that students should be involved. And, um, I was wondering for you, like, I know that you've, I met you through, you know, the Orange County Pharmacists Association. So I was wondering, like, what other type of involvements you have at your school? Yeah. So, yeah. So I met you through OCPHA and actually through OCPHA, kind of going back to step up is through CPHA. And so I was uh, involved in being one of the students that, created the CPHA student chapter at my at my college so that was a that would be my major involvement in the pharmacy field with with the uh, different facilities but I was also I've been involved with APHA and also CSHP uh, I felt that I wanted to learn as much as I can all the different fields of pharmacy and what better way to do it than join our, the local organizations in California and also see how pharmacy is being practiced nationwide. So I was a board member for CPHA and been student members for CSHP and APHA. And just involvement in terms of that is I did some volunteer experiences with some health fairs and attending biggest thing is attending all the conferences for all three organizations. Yeah, that's so that's really good that you're doing that. And I guess, you know, there's other students out there. I know that there's other students out there that don't involve themselves a lot. And I guess like what kind of um, statement you want to say to them in terms of the importance of being involved? Yeah, for me, for the students that are kind of trying to more like questioning if it's they should if they should have the time to go to these organizations to go to these conferences versus, oh, I need to study. I would say that it's all, all about time management, being able to make the time to go to these conferences, which is an invaluable experience. Since the pharmacy field is extremely small, everyone, everyone says it, all of our professors and faculty, they told us that it's something that I didn't really realize until I started going to these conferences from year one to now. And to seeing the same faces over and over again and them remembering me, it's in terms of just networking possibilities and just 
Potentially, it's just finding a good mentor to help you find out what what you're passionate about in pharmacy. I would consider skipping a day or two of studying versus going to a conference. I would say that that's the most invaluable experience and something that all students should take into account. Cool, cool. So, so thanks for you know sharing that. I think it's very um, hard to kind of get that message out if it's coming from you know faculty or someone that's you know out working as a pharmacist. I think there's that little disconnect because it's kind of like, oh, I'm a student. My faculty is telling me this, but they're not a student right now. So there's a little bit of that disconnect. So I think it's really important to kind of hear that from a fellow student that being involved is is important and is important on advertising yourself in a way by networking as well. So thanks for sharing that. I guess another question kind of for you in terms of your career path, like where do you kind of see yourself in maybe five to 10 years? And where do you kind of see the practice of pharmacy in five to 10 years? So for the first question, I right now I'm kind of also trying to figure things out. My career is important, but also on the flip side, family and friends and my personal life is equally as important. So I'm trying to figure out pursuing a residency, maybe working in a hospital, in the emergency room. That's something that I would enjoy greatly. But since I do kind of want to settle down and start a family, that's something that I'm taking into consideration. So I'm kind of taking it day by day as I finish each rotation and I get closer to graduation, I'm kind of trying to figure out that where I'll be. And in terms of your second part of the question, I'm really hoping that pharmacists will actually become true providers and working hand-in-hand with doctors, not just in the hospital or outpatient setting, but actually in like clinics when, you know, having a pharmacist on hand, also part of the inpatient interview process and diagnostic criteria. So kind of being there that when the doctor wants to prescribe something like in a family clinic, a pharmacist will be there in the same room and giving input to, oh, do we really want to give this medication or do we want to switch this? Or even taking a step further and kind of expanding like the AMCARE, MTM process of taking care of chronic patients and kind of rather than being specialized clinics, it will be kind of the norm while doctors see new patients and then pharmacists will take care of the follow-ups and general care of chronic condition, uh, patients with chronic conditions. Awesome. It's really cool to hear this from, you know, someone that's currently in pharmacy school because it's kind of like, it's something that I guess as working pharmacists, we've been trying to push and we want the next generation of pharmacists to kind of um, understand that. And it's just kind of reassuring that I'm hearing this from you, that that's kind of where you see the profession going. So, so yeah. So thank you for sharing that. I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity for being on your podcast. It's really great. And also thanks for letting me speak to potential students and current students on how they can be more involved in, in pharmacy. So thank you for the opportunity, Tony. 